Welcome to the Sift Spoil. We are going to go over the hanging threads, romances, jokes, Easter eggs, cameos, deaths, resurrections, and post credit sequences. They all die. Of Venom uh, 2 yeah. slash Venom Let There Be Carnage. Should we start? Yeah. Should we start with the big, uh, big moment uh, in the mid credit scene? Let's get um, it out of the way. I think I even said this on the podcast at one point that I that this might be our post credit scene uh, for this one is tying it into the MCU and indeed uh, yeah. the, Tom Hardy, Eddie Brock, Venom all find themselves in uh, the universe of uh, the MCU at the end of this. Great, I love it. Yeah, bring it on. Uh, I I just yeah. I assume this was part of their deal when they were figuring out their ins and outs. That this was yep. part of the negotiations was you know yep. bringing these movies into the MCU. Um, and I'm I'm a fan. I'm all for it. Um, it it kind of yeah. didn't hit me that big because I kind of knew it was. I just kind of felt that it was coming. You know. Yeah, it's one of those like we all knew it was coming, but the you know the affirmation like. It's official, you know, like we're mm-hmm. all seeing it. Right. Was still fun. Yeah. But it's not like a Captain America picking up Mjolnir moment, like nothing right, we right, didn't right, see yeah. coming, you know. Although it but, seemed to be yeah. that for a couple people in my showing. Um, really? Yeah. There were a couple people who were kind of kind of me at the end of uh, uh, Split or whatever it was. <laughs> it's like, what? No, they didn't. They didn't. No, they didn't. So I don't think they saw it coming. But um, but yeah, well, good it, was, for them. it was kind That's of that really moment. Cool. Yeah, it's really fun. Um, and if yeah. I'm understanding it correctly, they jump universes. So it's not like the first. Yeah. It's not like the first Venom or even this movie take place in the same universe. But they they no. Yeah, you're right. They do. They some, Venom does something where he tries to reveal to Eddie Brock nope. the expanse of his knowledge of the universes or whatever. And did you get I the can, sense that I Venom can, was jumping them or that somebody else jumped them into that universe? I know what it is. If I oh. tell you, it might spoil future because movies. Because of comics? You know what it is because of comics? No, not because of comics. Oh. Because of trailers. Oh, okay. All right. I just assume so whatever whatever it is is probably the same thing that's going to bring us all the villains and you know, all the different heroes in the next Spider-Man movie. And I think that's... That's it. That's, that's it. I, I, I mean, that's my assumption is that whatever it is, I still don't know what it is or how it works, but I... Okay, but I'll just say what happened is a result of what is going... It's like this was... That post-credit scene was taking place coinciding with the upcoming Spider-Man movie. So what happens in that will give you reference as to what happened in this Venom. Yeah, that's that's, that's what I assumed. It was something like that. And I just... So (laughs) it's... It's interesting because um, I don't know what that means. And I don't know that... You know, I assume certain characters are going to go back to their own universes and certain characters are going to stay in a combined MCU, you know, universe. And so it'll be interesting to see how all that plays out. Um, But it was also interesting that Venom was like, oh, this guy and licks the TV or whatever, like. Like he knew yeah. who Tom Holland's Spider-Man was. Um, so that was interesting to me, too. Um, yeah. Because we haven't seen a Spider-Man a theory, in Venom's yeah. universe uh, at all. I have a theory on that, but it's probably wrong. Because <laughs> uh, all, the, all the symbiotes have a collective knowledge, right? Yeah. So what if whenever they jumped universes, that collective knowledge from the, the new universe was 
you know, imbued in uh, this current Venom. So he is now aware. Well, and again, that's why I, I mean, like I said, that's really yeah pushing. Uh, I think that's why Venom mentions that he has access to. I think he even says multiversal or something like that knowledge when he was oh, talking about yeah. thinking. And I wonder if him thinking about like exploring that triggers him into whatever event happens that, you know, brings everybody to that movie. Like that he does yeah. maybe play a little bit of a role in it because of what he was thinking about. Um, otherwise, I, yeah. I don't know necessarily why they include that other than maybe just kind of give us options. But anyhow, yeah, I that's, think that's the big one. The way I interpreted it was uh, it was like he was about to uh, give Eddie Brock that tiny bit of knowledge he said he was going to at the moment that it that this event occurred. Yeah. So yeah, I think it was coincidental. But let's talk about the movie itself. And, yeah. What are know, some spoilers, spoilers you you want to you want to chat about? So I want to talk about the actual character of Carnage and how he differentiates a lot in the comics as opposed to how he is portrayed in the movie. Granted, I just want to say up front again, I liked Carnage in this. I thought he was really cool. And, you know, Woody Harrelson as Cletus Cassidy, while different, was still really fun to see this interpretation of the character. What I really... The big differences is, and they kind of hinted it in this movie, is how insanely more powerful Carnage is than Venom yeah, there like, was that moment where Venom was like, oh, no, I'm out. It's a red one or something like yeah. that. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah. OK, uh, there's something different here. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, every single uh, offspring uh, symbiotes in the comics are asexual. They just uh, they just drop out, you know, their their children. So in the comics, that's what happens. Venom just drops out this uh, new offspring and Cletus Cassidy stumbles up upon it so that's how he becomes carnage it's not like a, the biting in the comics yeah the right. biting that that's not really how it transfers it's interesting because the biggest difference between carnage in the movie and uh, in the comics is that out of all the symbiotic relationships in the comics carnage and cletus cassidy have the strongest symbiotic uh, compatibility so much so they're so compatible that it actually separates carnage the symbiote from the collective of all symbiotes mm. so you know how like um, venom always says we you know he's referring to we as the symbiotic collective right yeah carnage is the only one who says i mm. because he is his own entity now it, he he is so infused with uh Cletus Cassidy, that he actually replaces Cletus Cassidy's blood. And that's why he's red. Mm. So the only way to remove carnage from Cletus Cassidy really is to exsanguinate him, to drain all of his blood. Um, he is so powerful that the some of the things that uh, affect symbiotes don't affect carnage. Like uh, the sound. Oh, that's interesting. Because that was a big deal the in the sound, movie. That was a big deal in the movie. The sound he's still he's still hurt by uh, uh, heat, but the sound doesn't really affect Carnage at all, and yeah. that's why Shriek is one of those characters where you're like, oh, okay, so it's a good thing that uh, the one thing that she's known for is uh, you know like he's okay with it. 
But that was like you're saying, that's a huge uh, factor in the movie. And that's really what pushes Cletus and Carnage like against each other mm-hmm. and ruins their compatibility. Yeah. Here's what I wanted to say that I was afraid to say in the show because it's technically spoilers. And it has to do with Shriek. So um, we can now say that the Venom and the Venom universe is now part of the MCU, right? Yes. Shriek is a mutant. She is technically that's the first what I mutant thought. in the MCU. That, that, that's what I thought. Okay, so my thinking was, is Shriek a mutant? Like, in, in, a mutant. And that's why, first... And that's why they didn't go into it. Um, yeah. Because I, I assumed that her, she must have been, that must have been her mutant power or whatever. But I was like, yeah. well, well, how do you... I mean, technically, right? Uh, technically, RMCU isn't in this movie. RMCU happens after this movie. But, you know, so... but. Yeah, but if, I'm, I'm but pulling if hairs, our, but the closest we've gotten. No, no, no. You're right, though, because if if we're changing the game with Spider-Man and Doctor Strange to be about the multiverse, then yeah. this multiverse is now technically canon in our MCU. And so Shriek is technically the first canon X-Men, right? Or not X-Men, yes. but mutant, mutant. Uh, in that, in that yeah. way. Um, but they yeah. never say it, so it gives them a little leeway to maybe not yeah. be that, but... But I wondered yeah. that. That's what I wondered, and I wondered if that's why there wasn't a lot um, on that. That makes sense. Um, I'm, I'm yeah. glad. I'm glad that uh, that you let me know that. Um, yeah. Anything else? There wasn't really a lot in this that I felt like I needed to, you know, talk about that was spoilery, other than the shriek thing and the the final yeah. credits scene. Was there anything uh, else for you? Uh, Detective Mulligan. Uh, you know, we see his mm-hmm. eyes turn. You know, blue. Oh yeah. What's that uh, all about? So there's two possibilities. One doesn't really make sense is that he now has the powers of Shriek because he had the same color eyes as her. I didn't buy that one. Okay. But in the comic, in the comics, uh, he is now the symbiotic partner of a symbiote called Toxin, who, if oh. I'm correct, didn't yeah. he get? Didn't didn't Carnage? Um. Like scratch him or something or yeah. well that's it then yeah. that's it he's he's been infected yeah. with another symbiote that's what it is yeah and in in the comics toxin is the offspring of carnage oh well there you go then that's what that's what yeah. it's got to be that's what it's got to be and uh, toxin if I'm if I'm remembering correctly is at this point the most powerful symbiote in Marvel well I say that. Because, you know, like, every single writer has a... They can make any one character the most powerful of some sort of, you know... Right. If they need. Like, like recently, like, out of all the symbiotes, Venom is the weakest symbiote in yeah. Marvel. Yeah. But there was a, there was a, a run recently called uh, The King in Black, where Venom became the most powerful hero in all of Marvel. He was able to pick up Mjolnir and the Silver Surfer's board and combine them and make one weapon out of it. Oh wow. And he he and he killed a god. Wow. So yeah, and then after that he went back to being, you know, regular Venom. So yeah, technically you can make any character the most powerful if <laughs> you want. Yeah. You, you can OP anybody. <laughs> yeah, you can OP anybody. But yeah. yeah. Uh any other questions or anything that you were thinking about? No, I think that should about cover it. Um, you know, obviously, if you guys have anything, uh, you're more than free to message mm-hmm. us, and um, and maybe we can do it on a pre-show or something like that. 
Um, yeah. But uh, but yeah, appreciate you guys hanging out with us uh, for the Sif spoil, and we may do some Bond spoilers next week, depending on if we need to. Um, yeah. But uh, if so, we'll see you then. Bye. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the Fileo Fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.